said that this this isn't yeah. how he wanted to remember the 80s. Yeah, so he I passed noticed. on tonight's <laughs> fucking podcast. We are, we are conspicuously light one member <laughs> for our final 80s podcast. He also said this movie was not worth missing the May, uh, May Mac press oh, conference. <laughs> hey everybody, this is the movie crew. We are in the house to conclude the 80s. Uh, Nicole? Present. Ryan. Let's get this over with. <laughs> and and Lou is not here because he didn't want to leave the 80s on this note. Uh, so this is a movie. Hey, everybody. Te- yeah. <laughs> Technically, this is a movie. It, it is a movie. Okay. So uh, I am a big fan of Pendulette, and uh, he has a story that he tells in a lot of context-free fashions where he went, he, I forget which movie he was talking about. He could very well have been talking about Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> the movie we're reviewing is Cobra just to bury the lead here. But, uh, I don't know whether it was a friend or whether it was, uh, someone he was dating at the time, but they walked out of the theater and went, I don't want to watch two hours of someone projecting their ego on a screen. <laughs> and Penn said, I don't want to watch anything else. <laughs> Cobra, which is the Sylvester Stallone classic of classics from 1986, wrapping up our 80s movie month. Um, I don't know that there's a more honest portrayal of the inside of someone's head anywhere in cinema. Mm-hmm. This movie is so precisely what Stallone is like in his own subconscious. Um, it's staggering. <laughs> So so the Rambo and the Rocky, he was just playing the part. I mean, it was a stretch for him, I know, like, to be acting. But. Those are characters. <laughs> Marion Cabretti is not a character. Yeah, he's more of a distillation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, now, now, in case it hasn't already been made abundantly clear, I'm apparently the only one at this table who enjoyed watching Cobra um, for this exact reason. Ryan. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts up front? All right, so we've kind of talked before about how there are good movies, <laughs> there are good bad movies. David, this is a bad movie. Yeah, All this right. is a pretty bad movie. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I so su- I suppose it's an action movie. I mean, technically, oh, sure. A, this is a cop thriller. It's a cop thriller. Yeah, it's a cop. Okay, it's it's you know much like Bad Lieutenant was also a cop movie. Oh, so I know. It's, this is just like an earlier distillation. But I of ca- the cop drama. So I, normally when I watch a movie... Before I, they got good. <laughs> normally when I watch a movie, I have this like EKG readout of like the emotional highs and lows that I've gone through. I mean, I could, I, I thought I had literally become like a toaster watching this film <laughs> with how flat this emotional red line had been. We basically just thing. spent the whole time doing our best Sylvester Stallone impressions. Was, oh, Which I, at the time were better than his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't quite come into his rasp oh, man. by 86. No, this, um, I mean, it's one of those movies you can learn a lot from, you know, like learn not what to do when making a movie. And in that sense, I guess it is valuable. Like yeah. what? Okay. Like what? Okay, yes. Yeah. So um, maybe what makes a- this movie so bad? Okay. Yeah, go, go oh, for it. Oh, wait, I just want to say, so... Like, the beginning of this movie is very memorable to me, like, growing up. Like, I remember this movie in the 80s when they're reading off, you know, all the murder statistics yeah, in L.A. This, this movie literally starts with someone pointing a gun at the screen yeah, and, and it, say, there's a burglar in America every 11 seconds. And this was, I mean, this was around the time when I, 
A, lived in L.A., B, had been in a home burglary before. Like, so, like, when I was younger, I remember that part resonating with me, but I didn't remember any more of the movie. And I had seen it since then. But, you know, the the rest of the movie was just mostly a blur. And I realized watching (laughs) it, it's because there's so little development of anything that it's kind of just hard to stick it together. Like, the bad guy. I was like, I remember it's a white, crazy guy. And it is. And it's some sort of a cult thing, and they smash axes together, and it starts out like... Motorcycle axe gang. Really intense with, like, they look like they're at a goddamn goth club doing chanting. But I don't know if this is a cult. I don't know what kind of gang this is. It's very ambiguous. There's no development into it. All I know is that these people wield axes, and they're all proficient on motorcycles. Well, Nicole... And this drives the movie... I guess. I can see why you would be more curious to learn more about this Axe Gang, given that they were given essentially no screen time other than for the purpose of murdering people. And that was for a very good reason. Um, Because it turns out this movie was over two hours long. So Stallone cut about 40 minutes out of this movie, which with a little bit of editorializing from Wikipedia, uh, it was hinted that almost every scene that was cut involved development of characters that were not Stallone's. Okay, because Stallone's character, I wouldn't say developed, but he did give health advice and food tips the whole time. So I guess we're supposed to, you know, take that in as him, you know, leading a fucking healthy lifestyle campaign while he shoots people. No, uh, all right, just... That was my favorite part of the movie is like when he and his partner, his partner have a name. Who cares? Okay, some yeah. Like yeah, he's got some partner. Guy. Yeah, he's got yeah. some partner. He's got really bad teeth. Um, he doesn't look like a police officer at all. He looks like. Yeah, it's the 80s khaki yeah. members only jacket, <laughs> a little like a taxi driver hat yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. He looks like a mugging journalist of some kind. <laughs> or a taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like, but like every time they like interact with each other, or, or especially when it's just the two of them, um, I suppose there's an a, an attempt at camaraderie between them. But it takes on the fact that like his friends uh, is always eating junk food, and Stallone's character Cobra gives him shit like every time that he does it, and it is like one of like the coolest thing because it's like. The only time in the movie when there's not like a direct line from where this actually should be going to drive the plot along, you know? I mean, if anything, this movie's like efficient, but unfortunately- there's so little plot to cut through that like the problem with being efficient is that it's so efficient that there there wasn't like anything to do. Yeah. Like we didn't develop anything. I don't like it. Where did they get all those motorcycles at the end? No, 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 no. But like- (laughs) No, there's no, there's no motivation. No. There's no plot. There's no. no development. This is the purest. This is the purest form this could have taken, and they had to cut it to get it there. I know. Well, it's just funny because in comparison to like uh, Bad Lieutenant, like your last pick, like it makes me appreciate that movie so much more for its its odd in- intricacies. It's got the space. It's got the breathing room in between the scenes. Well, you'd have to like write more than four lines of consecutive dialogue that actually like cohesed together and made sense and developed a picture of some sort of ideal that we were meant to conjure in our own minds and who needs who has are, fucking time for that? Are you are you suggesting that screen playwright Sylvester Stallone <laughs> 
can't string four lines of dialogue together, Ryan? No, I, yes. yes. Uh, in this film, <laughs> yes. yeah, demonstrably so. I'm, Even in his best films, he doesn't string more than four well, he, fucking lines of dialogue together. He may not be capable of it. I mean, based because uh, theoretically, he directed Rocky, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. I, that, 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 I gotta say, this movie calls that into question. I mean, he was clearly... <laughs> no, have you watched Rocky recently? That movie is fucking terrible. No, I... I it's well, not that much better than this. No, it's I mean... Just has, it just has more to cling to emotionally. That's why it gets America, by. Yeah. for example. <laughs> it, um... It has some... It has some... What... There's just more to it. There's more meat on the bone, so to speak, within There's not. Rocky. You haven't watched it recently. <laughs> yeah, no. I, There's really isn't. I don't isn't. know why I remember that so positively. Because be, it positively, like I said, because it's pulling at your emotions so that you don't realize what a shitty movie it is. It's not any better than this. Well, I it's could just. It's like I said. It just has more to get excited well, about. No, no. This is the thing. Like that's what makes uh, that is what a good bad movie is, right? It is a terrible movie that fucking gets something out of you, you know, like it, you know, you're almost embarrassed to admit it. You're a little shameful that it happened. You know, even watching it, you're like, I shouldn't be enjoying this. Well, and you, know, you fucking Ryan, find yourself smiling. Ryan, is your love of America blinding you <laughs> to the quality of Rambo? I got, no, see, Rambo again, like, once again, there's like... We watched First Blood. It wasn't great. No, no but... <laughs> I, I don't know which one I'd prefer to see again. I'd fucking... I'd Rambo. That would be it. <laughs> But even then, like, Rambo, you know, you got, like, Brian Dennehy in it, you know, he's, like, kicking around some hippie fucking war heroes, you know, like, it's a good time. I mean, you know, they get their just desserts, and you actually have, like, efficient editing, and, like, effective editing of action sequences in it, you know, like, it's, like, it's all right, you know, like, it's not terrible, but no, this I fucking thing. No, I think that pretty bad, too. Ah, me people, you just too rough. <laughs> this thing's a pile of shit, though. Okay, I know. This, this was directed shit. by your your favorite good bad movie director. Yes, indeed, <laughs> Mr. George Costa Monopola Papalitis. Yes, absolutely. Who did Tombstone, which was not a great movie, but he clearly had better actors and more money. Yes, and that can do a lot for a picture. It I turns think. out, <laughs> yeah. It turns out having everything else in the equation works uh, to your advantage. No, I I was really struck by how. Yeah, because you'd never seen this before. No, I had never seen this before. And I mean, I'm not to say I haven't had opportunity to see this before, but I have definitely not seen this movie before. And I have learned to trust my instincts when it comes to those things now. But like this, like I said, I I, I did kind of, I, like I said, I found myself really enjoying the interaction with he and his partner. Um, that, was a, that was a good time. It was an odd little thing about him like fucking with him about his food. And his, you know, his friends like, you know, like, well, this is fine, you know, like, he's like, eat some cherries, you know, like, good for you, you know, and you're like, it was fucking a good back and forth between them. Um, and it was really the only, you know, like, chemistry that the film actually portrayed. And it's unfortunate that, like, you know, un that, like, most of what was probably cut out, like, kind of contained a lot of those, like, you know, that chemistry that was left out of this. I mean, it was possible, um, I suppose. No, but see, I, I, I feel like I have to disagree on the principle that if they were to throw 40 minutes of that into this movie, it would just muddle everything. It would just be longer? Yeah. It would be, you You would still not have a movie 
worth watching. So, well, let's let's kind of, I mean, let's create an image for our there's, audience there's, here. You can't add forty minutes of Citizen Kane to this movie and turn it into well, the, a great but film. But the thing is, this movie is almost a slasher film. There's a lot of like knife porn in it. There's a lot of axes. Who kills people with fucking axes? In today, in, the, in today's there's, like, day and age, shredded black curtains, mm-hmm. like uh, the, decorating things. The original cut of this movie was rated X. That makes sense okay, because yeah. this because all of the um. The bad guy sequences, they feel like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like they almost feel done up with that kind of horror slasher yeah. movie feel. Oh, there's and of the course, night hospital scene yes. is gruesome, even in the cut of the movie itself. There's bloody hands going on. There's yeah. there's there's a exacting We've got basically psycho, a not psycho reference. Uh what's the movie? Uh The Shining? Yeah. The Shining. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. yeah pretty there was, overt reference yeah. to the Shining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this movie it it it's like right on the cusp of being a horror movie when you watch the 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 you know the occult bad guys. I do they even have a name? I don't even know what uh, to refer. They to are to. the New Order. The New Order. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but that's then, just a line. That's sorry. So is their tagline, uh, which is basically uh, social Darwinism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they so, are. They're killing the weak. Uh, uh, in the interest randomly. Of, yeah. Because, entirely randomly, uh, one yeah. person at a time. Yeah. Uh, they're they're doing a poor job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it takes three to one, you know? Like, what kind of murder, murder organization I has... I know. So it felt like a horror movie in those parts. And then you get to, like, Stallone, and... Uh, yeah, you do. He, it doesn't... I mean, like, sure, I guess he's investigating this, but, like, the scenes with him, like, they, they don't feel, like, as copy as you would think i mean like he's too cool for everything basically yeah, like no. he has his own computer at home in 86 where he runs like his own stuff like he's just too cool for like anything cop related no. oh, his setup in this movie is beautiful it's I, if, ridiculous if, i mean i don't want to watch the whole movie again because you'd have to watch uh, but the first 20 minutes of this movie i i very much enjoy they mm-hmm. consist of the stupid yeah. that bullshit at the beginning the bullet, a a bullet shoots at the audience. They go to a grocery store. There's a hostage situation, and they have to call in the Cobra. Yes. And he arrives in his 1950 Mercury, yes. which is Stallone's car. I figured uh, as much. Um, decked out with a license plate that says Awesome 5-0. Um, and I don't know that there's a better... I mean, how... It, it, that that license plate is not cool. It's some it's something that a five year old would want. Yes, it is so id. Mm-hmm. It is so specifically exactly what's imprinted on the inside of Stallone's head. He mm-hmm. wants to be this guy. Gotcha. This yeah. guy dresses sharp. He is. He, he has perfect aim. Mm-hmm. Um, he His can deliver. His hair was impeccable. Oh, mm-hmm. L.A. Yeah. Is a very LA glamour movie. Um, and he's just, I, he has a soft side, but that soft side is only in the interest of fucking beating up people who yeah. are, um, who are betrayed. Like it's, he, he leaves absolutely no weaknesses on the table other than his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marion, which is really not that bad Marian in the first Cobretti. place. Marion Cobretti. Marion Cobretti. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that's like the weakest thing he could, he yeah, could that's, come up with. That is the, yeah. That's the flaw that's not a flaw of his <laughs> character. That's his Tony Stark, oh, I'm forgetful. Um, there's, <laughs> like, there's, that's, that's as close as he comes to having a weakness of any kind. 
Um, and this this first scene exhibits all of that bullshit. He, he deals with the hostage situation without any real threat to his person. Uh, delivers a couple one-liners and murders the guy. Uh, and then we get introduced to the rest of the police force, who are a bunch of sissies, because uh, they have to follow the bullshit rules. That, and again, the taglines are so just, like, perfect right-wing rhetoric so many the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have to play by the same rule, if uh, we can't play by the same rules as the bad guys, the bad guys are going to, like, all that bullshit just pervades the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the detective, the the mealy-mouthed detective mm-hmm. that's like, what about the, uh, the that, that yeah, asshole? Yeah, that guy. He was originally, um, he was supposed to be the villain. Uh-huh. <laughs> He, it's suppo- he he's supposed very, to be the turncoat villain well, of the film. Nice. He is very pervy looking. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was a, also the villain in Dirty Harry. Yeah. That's so, okay. So I mix these two movies up a lot because there's a lot of similarities here. <laughs> yeah, he's the dad and or the stepdad in Hellraiser too. So I couldn't get through those. No, those he's a dad in Hellraiser, not the yeah. stepmom in Hellraiser. Detective Monty. Oh God, it's terrible. It's fucking awful. Oh, it's so bad. So, but okay. One of the neat things, though, is that like there's these like set piece moments. You know, like the the um, uh, the grocery store scene at the beginning is yeah. one of them. But like you his know, apartment. Yeah, his, his apartment. But his but his like entrance in like the, the hero pose. You know, he like comes out of like the room. And there's like the fucking dry ice fog around him, and the like the backlit oh, the hero strut. shot and like everything. He oh yeah, struts. And it like is like like between said, things. I mean, this does this does feel like a vanity project. It is. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And it's like so strange that I mean, what does it say about a person who needs to have like so much control over his own project and then produce something so crap? See, see, this is it's not. It's 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 about him. You mean, Getting I, to play him. No, no, no. I mean, here's my question. Is this Stallone's favorite movie? It did better be. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I see, see, I've had this gripe for a long time, and I don't know that we'll ever pick a movie like one of the Eastwood movies of this ilk, mm-hmm. but I have a joke that I constantly say about Eastwood. Um, it didn't really matter what the contents of any of his movies were. It's the simple fact that at some point, an abridged version of this conversation happened. Mm-hmm. All right, so hear me out. I want to make a movie about a total badass um and I want I want that to be me. He was making that up through Gran Torino. That's every fucking he movie he's fucking ever done. He plays the coolest that. guy he can think of in every movie and even though he is unquestionably more charismatic than Stallone, it's the exact same thesis. Yeah. And Clint Eastwood essentially directs, writes and stars in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um Stallone doesn't quite have that degree of leniency at least anymore, uh, but Cobra is absolutely that, and I prefer the immaturity that Stallone shows here to the whatever suave um, Eastwood can bring. Like I find that way less interesting. No, but it's just so striking that you like, you know, you 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 build that on top of like platitudes. I mean, it's it shows so little insight. Like, yeah. oh my god, like there's like. You know, like, no, the world is A, B, C. Like, that is the world, and this is, like, And I'm awesome at all three of yeah, those I'm gonna, things. Yeah, uh, and we're going to do this, and it, people are like, well, do you think maybe you should throw a little, like, twist in, or maybe it'd be neat if you, like, gave the character an arc or no, something. No, this like, is whoa, about whoa, whoa, looking whoa. fucking good. Yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa there, whoa there. You, 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 Only if I get to perpetrate the twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, so, God almighty. See, and then you talk about Fitzcarraldo being this laying burdens on other people bullshit. This is the great art project of Sylvester Stallone, and here you are, suddenly, 
turncoating on all of us. Oh, man. Now no, it's not unfair. all right. No. Now it's not okay. Uh, that's unfair. Just because he's exploiting Hollywood <laughs> instead of South American natives. <laughs> Every Hispanic side bit actor he could pull up to like <laughs> represent the crime wave in the mid-80s, he's like, let's do this. Man, oh, man. It's, uh, so this has apparently a female character in it. Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Yes. And she is the escapee of one of these, uh, or no, yeah, she like a murder. saw something she and then they out. come back for her. Yeah, and they're so like, then she needs protection. Yeah. Yes. And then Cobra's in there, right? And, and then he protects her in the movie ends. Yeah. And well, rather poorly at the beginning because she's in the hospital and it's like just oh, one night. And you're like, all right, cool. This is going to. And, and he's like, like, what do you mean you didn't leave anybody to watch her? Yeah. I'm going to go home. And then like everyone's like leaving the hospital <laughs> for some fucking reason. <laughs> and. Don't worry, that's all explained. Okay. That, actually, that actually is explained. It just no one cares. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, so, because it's, there's it's, a plant yeah. in it's, the it's, police station. It's like the... <laughs> and the plant is the crazy guy who runs the occult's like mom. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who mysteriously gets put on this particular case. Like, that is some fucking shoddy no, 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 fucking uh, HR there. That's yeah. if you're wondering why the guy from the zombie squad is doing investigation on this. Oh, that's on what his ser- squad is called. Yeah, it's called the I zombie forgot squad. about that. The zombie squad. And and every everyone who describes the zombie squad says that he does all the things that the police aren't allowed to do. Right. Despite being directly employed by the police. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're wondering, and you're not, you but I'm going to say it anyway. How do you that guy within the police department? By writing your own movie. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that position it's, is not yeah, real. Very good. Very good. Touche. The closest we got was SWAT, and granted, L.A. is the home. It's uh, whatever mm, yeah. the fuck that guy's name. Um, Daryl Gates, who's responsible. We thank Daryl Gates mm-hmm. uh, if you're ever mad about the police doing anything, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much on him. Um, and then on Sylvester Stallone for this movie. Um, but if you're wondering how Sylvester Stallone got onto this case, well, uh, that's a little uh, term of negotiation, I believe it's called, uh, which, he, which took place in the police station between him and the police chief and the Mealy Mouth detective where he said he wants to be on the case. And they're like, no. And then in the next scene, they're like, all right, fine. Yeah, hit a breaking point. Um, that's maybe the strongest total, not even negotiation, but just like dialogue in the movie is, is this banter between the two of them. Because these are the two forces. And at first they butt heads. And then the other just gives way immediately. Yes. Um, because it would be a pain in the ass to write it any other way, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, you want. I mean, what else is he going to do for yeah, the exactly. next thirty-five minutes? It's 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 so lazy. Like he doesn't even have to stumble into this. He just goes to the crime scene, and the chief of police goes, "All right, fine, you fucking deal with this now." Yeah. Because he showed up. Mm-hmm. I want to write a movie now. Because <laughs> anybody can write a movie. Yeah. In this era mm-hmm. and. I guess, how famous was Stallone by 86? Oh, he was fucking famous. Yeah, okay. Dude. Yeah. All right. So, so. I mean, I, this is after two Rambos and Rocky. He was, he okay. was fucking famous. Yeah. <laughs> so do we have to, I mean, I guess we sort of already covered this. Do we have to feel bad for liking him initially? <laughs> uh as a result of this is one of those things where you, you wonder, you wonder how much you're supposed to let politics play into your appraisal of, 
any particular human being if they are contributing something else to the world? I'd have to care, you know? Like, I mean, that's the problem I run into. I mean, um... I mean, but that is a stance. That's that's a pragmatist stance. It yeah. doesn't matter that this is clearly who Stallone is as a person. Um, yeah, I, you, you said you still like Rambo and Rocky. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just... I mean, I, I you know, we're... Because he was this guy back then. There's yeah. no way he developed this. No, no, no. I don't. Look, we all, we, we can have a stinker, you know? Like, it is entirely possible to, like, put something together and, you know, you're in the 80s. You know, you're banging models. You know, you're wealthy. You've got a, one of those, like, flip-up door cars. You know, you've got a retrofitted Mercury that, you you know, you primed out. I mean, you know, like, it's, I mean, I you begin to think that, you know, like, I could do anything, you know, like I could make a movie and write it myself and fucking like cut 40 minutes off and make it better. You know, like I could do these and, you know, like your, you know, grasp is beyond your reach kind of thing. I mean, it's just, you know, it could happen to anybody and it happened to him. And, uh, you know, we, we learn in life. Um, we, we make strides, we put it out there and he put it out there and he, um, he got his dick slapped, you know? Well, like, the thing <laughs> is, he covers all the bases for, like, an 80s action movie here. Like, I want to cover the end specifically. Sure. Um, the not lemon that there's a slash lot of plot, steel mill? But yeah, they run, oh, God, they, the lemon steel mill. So they oh. run through a lemon grove and then into what looks like a lemon processing plant, but inside it appears to be, a, like, a steel smelter with a lot of hooks it's coming by. an industrial by. Fu- fucking <laughs> And like factory. every action movie, especially in the... It probably started in the 80s. You know, you have to have... After shooting everybody, you only need one bullet. You shoot all the eight gajillion henchmen. I lost know, count at 24 in yeah, that final shootout. Yeah, out. Ryan was trying to keep up. He couldn't. The body uh-huh. counts in the 80s, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you always have the final fight between the main guy. You know, you're good and you're bad guy. It's always a knife fight, despite the fact that everyone else dies by, by uh, munitions. Mm-hmm. Always has to be a knife fight at the end. A beautiful tradition that has yeah. continued to this that day in Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has to be in some really dangerous industrial facility, mm-hmm. which this also has. Mm-hmm. Preferably um, with a meat hook. Yes. Oh, of course with a meat hook. And chains. There's got to be <laughs> chains. I mean, any of them. Commando. Like, any of the stuff from this time was like that. You know, the end of Die Hard. Yep. All of these pivotal 80s Terminator action Terminator 2, films. even, yeah. Terminator would have been an excellent, mm-hmm. I think, action movie to pick. But would it have been yeah, would it as have... true? Oh. You get you could you could have explored the inside of Arnold. Yes. What? No, because there's a lot of ways to do that. This is yeah, that's somebody else's movie, not Arnold. No, no, I could have picked. That's the thing. I could have picked Commando. I know. I could have picked. Like, it would have been. The, I'm what I'm saying is. I could have picked Robocop, and I I kind of want to still pick Robocop in the future at some I, point. I I almost picked Robocop as well. I was just saying that like this movie, like if you could. If you picked any of those movies, there's a lot of interchangeable parts that, mm-hmm. that connect all of them. But and they're this all one is, cleverly assembled. They yeah. are and more cleverly assembled. The difference, mm-hmm. yes, than this one. Um, but he, but he tries to cover all his bases. <laughs> like for what little basis an '80s action film has. Like mm-hmm. he covers all of them. It's just not that good. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, it is shockingly bad. Like I just am like. Like, I was, like, laying in bed, you know, like, because we, we watched this, you know, and I'm, like, that night, you know, I like to, like, 
kind of like assess my day as I've like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, in the bed lying down. I'm like, all right. And I'm fucking thinking about this movie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to say about it? I'm like, I want to think about, you know, like, is there something positive I can take away from it? And there's just like, I mean, it's like somebody just like spilt some oatmeal, you know? And I'm like, well, do you like that spilled oatmeal? And you're like, well, shit, you know, like, no, Does I don't. Does the oatmeal like, explode? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, that's the thing. I, I mean, it's so bad. I, can't, I I can't even be angry at it. You know, like I've just like it's just there in front of me, and it. I'm just I'm just taking it in, and it's a fact. It's just a fact that there's this movie that was made in the ni- 1986, apparently, starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, and I'm just. It's just so evident. I mean, I can't like I can't break this, and. Uh, so I do, and you okay. can't go back and unsee it. No, it's there. I mean that, like that is that is a part of me now, yep. and it, it's you know, like, yeah, I've got I've got to live with that. Would it make you feel any better if um, Stallone there was for, a sequel? For be- no, actually, <laughs> a that's, remake. That's no. des- despite significant commercial success, there is no sequel to this movie. Excuse me, say that again. Significant commercial success. How do we define this? Uh, yeah. Um, I think four to one ROI on this thing. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, this movie did quite well in theaters. Oh. On the heels of Top Gun, no less. No, this is popular. Like, anyone, you know, like, like dads, like, our dad's age, like, they were into this movie in the this 80s. Is why, this is why Trump got elected. We're, yeah. yeah. Oh, Look, yeah. if you turn off the sound, and you should, <laughs> this movie looks exactly like every other movie of its time. Yes. Uh, That's like, what I said. It covers all of the necessary, you know, action Items and w- that we would have covered if we had picked any action movie from mm-hmm. this time. I stand corrected. Budget twenty five mil. Box office one sixty. Un fucking believable. <laughs> I'd call that a success. Yeah. Un. Fuck. Well, I I clearly do not know anything about movies. I uh, <laughs> that just you know. <laughs> we but, but, but we also remember podcast over. Remember <laughs> like what people actually like. What the masses spend money to watch is very different than the stuff that we find good, which we know, anyways. And like I said, this was the fucking eighties, man. Like, oh my god, it was it was different times. Like oh. a movie like this could could get away with oh. being the big thing. I have never been more glad for the end of the eighties than I am right now. I can tell you that. Really? Oh man, this is, this is what brought it for you. This is your breaking point. Yeah, no, I've, I'm, I'm over, I'm over it. The nineties were so much better. Nineties. I don't know if that's actually true, but I can see where you're coming from. Uh, Look, as far as I remember it, I have more relationship with the nineties, but no, I'm just, I'm just being a little facetious. I look, I, I am. Oh, well, one more thing I need to harp on about this movie. So, oh, one, I'm not done. Wait, what was yeah, what was the budget for this? Uh, Twenty five million dollars. Okay, they did not spend any of that money on uh, songs for this movie. They, oh my god, they basically, I guess, <laughs> created some sh- like four shitty disco songs that basically explain what is going on in the scene at the time and why this is so preposterous is because Cobra is in a bar at one point and he goes and puts one of these shitty fucking disco songs on oh the jukebox. God. No, 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 and he you know, doesn't put it on. He fonzes it on. Yeah, he fonzies yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah. another homage to and, the fucking and, oeuvre. And listen, listen, Sly, like, you did not put that fucking song on. <laughs> the music was so bad. It was so bad. Like, it just, it ruined the whole Working scene. so hard. <laughs> trying to make a living. <laughs> it was so bad. Every day I'm hustling. Oh, God. 
it's, oh my God. it's it's an inspired level of Oh, it's uh, yeah, they spent no money on getting <laughs> like songs that'll get you up and going in this God, movie. Uh, they're it. so so bad. Like it brings the oh. whole mood of the movie into like an awkward space. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just trying to I can like I just see this whole movie in front of me. <laughs> like I just stand before it and let it wash over me again. So, um all right, so uh, let's, let's go and wrap this up here. I got I to gotta keep talking about this fucking movie. Um, so, Dave, you had some more points you wanted to make, please. What? Oh, Let's just um, bullet point this fucker oh down. So do you like Sylvester Stallone, or do you just no, like the fact sucks. that he portrayed yeah. himself so nakedly no, here? No, exactly. Okay. I like the arc. Okay. I'm, I'm someone I know of. I know Have I've talked s- about this. I guess, I mean, what the only other Stallone movies you've probably seen were, what, First Blood? I've seen First Blood. I saw Rocky a million years ago. I saw uh, The Expendables, mm-hmm. which is very much also his movie. Um, okay, I never I've, even I've seen that. him in a couple okay, of other okay. shit. No, he's a terrible, <laughs> terrible actor. Um, but but that's, that's you know, I, I'm someone who, I'm not into characters. I'm into arcs. Mm-hmm. And the... The meta of this movie is gorgeous. It works for you. It's because again, it's 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 just like Axe Cop. Like yeah. Axe Cop, for those who don't know, a five-year-old writes the story, and his um, I think animator dad mm-hmm. like draws out what the five-year-old says. Yeah. This is just it's just that. Oh my god! But with someone who is inordinately famous for having starred in two America bait exploitation action films prior. I guess three, actually, three. He, technically, because yeah, First sequel. Blood Part 2 also came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Completely undeserved level of fame. Because um, it's not, it, it, he, um, I mean, he's he is a stud from the neck down. I don't, I, like, I don't. I'm, I mean, I guess if you're into that Guido thing, he's okay looking, but that's a particular I, taste. But that's, I, it's apparently a broad particular taste, because he's been in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um and I yeah, don't... people like mafia movies too. I mean, we just we can't account for all taste. <laughs> we can't account for many of them, apparently. <laughs> um, but I, I I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that about th- this. Will come up when we finally get to the the elephant in the room movie, which I don't know what there's occasion. There's a couple of them sitting yeah. around. Yeah, I think. there's there's one in particular. There's one in the chamber that I'm still waiting for a special occasion on that ve- that also very much fits into this mold, but there's something about the background, the, the background in which the movie was made, the environment that has to have existed in the room where all this shit happens. Um, and Cobra is totally one of these movies where mm. I just, I love to imagine what was going on outside, just on the periphery of the set. Yeah. Um, it's great for that. Well, I think we've learned, you know, both in politics and in entertainment and maybe as well that, like, I think you reach a certain point of, like, fame, notoriety, wealth, or power, where you can get to a point, maybe just a period in your life, where, like, people won't say no to you. And I think that this was like during that period for Stallone's life, you yeah. know, like this was like, you know, like. No, this is why it becomes like welcome to crazy world when you're that famous because yeah, yeah like when everyone agrees with you, your perception gets real weird. Yeah. And I think this is one of those moments, you know, like you're like, you know, like you need a little like, um, you know, Roman triumph where the slave is like reminding you that all fame, all glory is fleeting, you know, like you need a little bit of that to kind of like go through that. And I think there's just a period where someone's head just kind of like. 
you know, just inflates to the level to where they just can't hear anything of, like, other people. I like, mean, Stallone is by no means the only instance in Hollywood of oh, that. No. Oh, absolutely so, not. I no, mean, he's just, just the yeah. one we're focusing on yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. We just have a beautiful example of it in front of us <laughs> now. That's all. So, um, so I, all I, right, I, we, we can stop talking about it. It's fine. Okay, yeah. I can, I can see the, the writhing So, is Cobra, getting, it's a yeah. movie. Yeah. So, Cobra. Um, Technically. It is, it not is a, atrocious. It is id. Uh, it, is, it is 80s. God, it is, it is 80s. As you reminded us, it's also not on Blu-ray. <laughs> what? No. No, no. Not uh, on why would it be? Yeah. It well, was, I figure Stallone, you know, you're like looking back fondly upon this, you know, like I could imagine him with like a, a crate of laser discs of this film somewhere, you know. But, I mean, that probably. Oh, see, is. this okay, movie yeah. has always been like the movie that plays like back in the day when they used to play like movies on like Sunday on yeah. Fox, like that's where this movie is. It's this movie could still exist there if they could up like it to like HD. <laughs> <laughs> might be tough. I don't uh, know if they could A remastered Cobra? Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking contradiction. Oh, uh, it'd be good. So. Remastered. One out of one stars. Oh, God. I probably don't need to watch this again. Oh, you don't need to. I don't need to watch it. I'm just going to. Only, yeah, only on the basis of our continuing friendship, I, it will inevitably be one out of one stars for me, I think, you know, like, yeah. so, okay, yeah, I mean. Not, look, look, I don't need to watch the whole movie. The first 20 minutes contains almost everything I adore about Yeah, this I know, movie. but like I said, you know, we're friends, you know, I, I plan on that <laughs> happening for a while after this podcast, you know, I'm sure this movie will come, affect my consciousness at some point in time. In the future, we could always watch a different Sylvester Stallone <laughs> movie. <laughs> We've done that before. Yeah. Again, I would rather watch Cobra than watch Rambo. Okay. Ram. I find Rambo almost insufferable. I find mm. it pretty fucking tedious to get yeah. through. To be honest with you. So, well, I just like old growth forests in the Northwest. So. I mean, I like those it's too. It's fucking pretty to look at. That movie is. <laughs> uh, I like that movie. Well, I like combat sports, which is why I sat through wa- Rocky more recently, and gotcha. then I was like, I'll just watch real combat sports. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you've got a bone to pick with fighting in movies anyway. Like, Well, now that I'm aware of how it goes down in real life, yeah, it all looks that, fucking fake to me. Yeah, well, it's... She has gone gourmet. Yeah. Oh, here, good lord. Speaking right. of which, 80s Glow, the new Netflix show, yeah. excellent. Oh, the fighting good in that? No, no, because because they haven't taken they, they don't do any of the fighting. It's all the drama. Because I tried watching the actual glow, and it's like wrestling. And I was like, I appreciate the fact that you did this product, but I don't like the product. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the eighties. Yeah. All right. Hell of a time. Uh, yeah, hell of a time to be alive. Yeah. To be white. Yeah, to be white. It was a good time to be white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making movies. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to be clear. It's pretty much always a great time to be white. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, but the cocaine was—it <laughs> was flowing a little yeah. more freely at the time. Anyway, Ryan's. So yeah, no, I mean, so the '80s, right? I mean, so we, we look back and the movies we've we've selected here, you know, like I think we've got a good. I mean, we've got our like our youth culture counterculture. That's culture really here. important when you cover yep. the '80s. I think. I mean, we've yeah. got our you know required remember minorities exist movie. Which is very hard to find in the 80s. Yes, exactly. Like, that takes digging. Also, that movie's hard to find. It's apparently only licensed to Netflix. It doesn't exist in a physical form. Paris is burning. That's very possible. Yeah, bootleg that shit, man. Keep it cool. Well, it was referred to me by, uh, you know, someone who basically only watches movies that are only available in bootleg form because they're that obscure. Gotcha. So. That fits. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then we have Cobra. Yeah. All right. And so this kind of guy. So we get back to the 80s. Um, I have to say, not the finest time for American cinema. I think that's uh, appropriate to say. Uh, it was no 70s. Yeah, it was no 70s. There's some gems there, you know, but I think that... Do we cover any of them? No. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I fucking like Heathers, you know. I no, mean, I th- oh, no, no, no. I, I yeah. like Heathers. I thought it was fun. No, and but. I mean, look, Paris is Burning was a very good documentary, I have to say. Cobra yep. is a, a movie, we've decided. I, oh, yeah. in the In the... It is a movie. Okay, Technically, strict, yeah, it is a movie. It's the strictest definition. It's yeah. a time capsule, <laughs> the likes of which we can't reopen. Nor we'll, should we. We'll never really know. Oh. We'll never really know. You're making Ryan's face. Yeah, hurt. no, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, God damn it. Ryan is in physical pain. Yeah, no, I, this is, bit, I mean, not from the film. Partially from the film. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, yeah. No, I, so, I mean, all right, so. Were there some other films that maybe we would have chosen? I mean, let's like widen this out, like to get our maybe our the scope of our thinking. Um, what were some other films that you would have picked if you hadn't picked uh, the one that you had? Like, kind of like wrap up this idea of the eighties, uh, what it kind of exemplified to you, like, and what you would have chosen why? Again, I, Robocop, Robocop and, Coman- would have been and Commando were the other two movies I was going to consider. In the same vein as like Cobra, I mean, Cobra yeah, has a kind of like its own. That's unique- exactly. I picked I picked Cobra because the two movies that we had picked to this point covered the actual 80s in a mm-hmm. way like they uh, heathers isn't indicative of the movies of that era it's indicative of the attitude of that era right um commando and robocop are movies of that era when right. people talk about like b grade the irony soaked internet generation adores this set of movies that are you know they're full of really cheesy effects cuz cgi didn't exist just yet and budgets were not so astronomical. Not everybody was Spielberg. Yeah, your movie had to physically happen in order yeah. for you to capture yeah. it. And yeah. I think, That's what but, makes like Road Warrior. I think that would have been a good pick. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think. And it's, Speaking of like 80s movies that I enjoy, I don't enjoy the other two Mad Maxes, but Road Warrior, like. Yeah, Beyond Thunderdome is, is more 80s than Road Warrior to a certain extent. Road you know? Warrior, like, like action films before you had CGI like have a certain kind of charm to them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that Cobra does not capitalize on one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind than, of a bad car stunt at one point. Yeah, there's there's some bad car stunts. Yeah. That's that's about the extent of it. Um not Stallone's car in that case, but uh it's double. It's yes. stunt double. It had, I think they had two stunt doubles of that yeah, car. Yeah, I could tell when they used one of them real distinctly. <laughs> well, um okay, so one of our films, uh Cobra, um which is a film, apparently. Yeah. We yeah, did okay. establish that okay, it does right. meet the criteria I, I, for being a film. I apologize. You might need to remind me several times. It's 90 more minutes. Times. It was in theaters. It grossed $160 million. Oh and it had don't a big star. Don't say that again. <laughs> Just don't say that. Don't I forgot about that part. We yeah, were confirming that it was money. a movie. In, in 80s, 80s, 80s money. Oh, my God. All right. Um, so I think that, you know, Cobra has this idea of, like, you know, a, a, a self- no, it's not even self-aware. But the idea of like... Oh, it's not self-aware Yeah, no, but like the idea of... You have to be aware to be able to yeah, be self-aware. To, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, again, that's what differentiates it from ro- the RoboCops of the world. So one of the things we kind of like missed were these, um, you know, intrepid white boy films that kind of like existed in the 80s. Oh, like um, the party... Yeah, no, so, yeah, uh, so there's a couple of them out there. I mean, first, Bueller's Day Off. I would have, yeah. that, that would have been a strong contender yeah, for is, me. I think that... That seemed too obvious. Yeah, but I think for... It does, but it still, I think, would have been a good one to tackle. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone's yeah. going to be listening to this and, like, you fucking did a fucking 
80s podcast. You didn't pick Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I think God, that, I hope someone says that. Yeah, I think so. It would t- imply someone who's not in this room is listening. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that would, I think, have, like, kind of, like, distilled, like, this intrepid white boy, like, approach that, that the 80s really kind of, like, grinded out. Because the one film I was going to pick to, like, represent this, because I did think that, you know, like, unfortunately, Ferris Bueller's Day Off does kind of hit the nail too solidly on the head. Um, but I would have picked something that many many people maybe haven't had seen, uh, which was Risky Business. Okay, I, I went back and rewatched that. Yeah. It still suffers from a 80s superficiality. It's darker than Ferris. Yes. That's an intrepid white boy movie. It's definitely in, tr- but it's it's kind of irritating because of that too. Like like <laughs> looking is, back, it is in the it, it, yeah. It's eighties. I mean, you know. No, was, I know. I, and I, intrepid I, white boys are pretty annoying. I previewed. I previewed that one actually. Are, are you we fucking were, serious? Of course. You didn't call I, me. I previewed oh, that one in RoboCop before I made my pick. Yeah, because I was gonna. Because like it was the same thing too. I was like going through my logic, and I was like, I like go through my mind. I was like, you know, all right, we gotta do like because the eighties is like the birth of Cruise. And I was going back in my mind, and I was like, "And he All hasn't right. aged a day no, since." No, fucking that guy has some fucking Scientology voodoo magic going on. Anyway, young people's um, blood being pumped into fucking, him. Fucking hey, man. Uh, so I looked at it and I was like, "Top Gun." And I'm like, "Nah," you know. Um, and then, oh, <laughs> has anyone seen Cocktail with Tom Cruise? I've never no. watched that. Oh my that. god! Oh my god! I am aware, but have not seen. Oh man! Well, if I feel like torturing you, like David has tortured us, that will be that'll be my pick for sure. On one, I could have gone Mickey Rourke because one of my favorite things from the eighties is Mickey Rourke. Yeah, and there is not a single one of the movies that is watchable, but I will watch all of them. Yeah, and. <laughs> So I was another one that I was going to go through was um, Year of the Dragon, which is another Mickey cop, Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. That's, cop that's drama. a more watchable one. Yeah, but that was, that was too good. You well, know? I wanted like, to do Angel Heart. I had considered yeah. as well. Robert De Niro as Satan. Yep, absolutely. So, and, and then, Mickey oh, no, Rourke. Uh, yeah. David, did you have any other film? I mean, like, were you just like? Like, and now we're the, just digressing about 80s Yeah, had you now. like only like really exemplified no, I knew, the action no, genre? I, 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 I knew the onus was going to be on me to pick the action film. Gotcha. So okay. I, I I assumed that that was going to be my role to fill, and that's the one that I yeah, such so as you focused on. on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think we rounded out things pretty well, though. I just wanted like we did lose the intrepid white boy film genre of the eighties, and I did feel that like you know we had kind of like left something behind because Heather's is so strange of a pick, and then but it was a Paris good pick. Is burning. Yeah, oh, Paris yeah. is burning, and then Cobra. Is a is a film and you know like made in the eighties and that kind of worked as well. So Cobra be like an intrepid white man film. It's a why <laughs> like any this, don't put descriptors, don't put adjectives when you describe this film. It is either Cobra or that movie made in the eighties. That's the only appropriate way to refer to this fucking thing. Oh goddamn, it hurts. Ah, uh, so yeah. So we've got another movie to select, right? We do, but first we have to unveil our theme. Da, 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 which da. took me way less time to come up with than I expected. Um, so this is a movie I have not actually seen, but I'm interested in seeing because I like Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, by the name of Capote. Nice. Follows Truman Capote mm-hmm. uh, on his journey to write In Cold Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, You've seen it? Uh, no. Oh, excellent. Okay, cool. I have not. Um, I'm not going to pick that movie, but it did inspire the category because uh, it it fits into something that has ex- there's been explicit contempt for uh, on this very podcast going back a long, long while. Mm-hmm. Because as I as I suggested just there, um, Truman Capote is a real person. Mm-hmm. 
because Capote is based on a true story. Ah, very good. (laughs) So our theme is going to be to plumb the depths. For instances, we don't have to... We tend to hate these movies. Mm -hmm. I think as a consensus, uh, the the idea that you need truth to latch on to to make Mm -hmm. your film is a crutch, and it's almost always a shitty one to use. Why put it there? Why fucking put it there? Because it works on some people. No, it it does. Yeah, it it totally totally works on some people. Oh, my God. It works. Yeah. But it shouldn't. It's annoying that it does. God damn it. But I think there are a lot of movies... And not and not merely just movies. I think there's a lot to conceptually explore about trying to theatrically tell a real story. Um, and I think there are a lot of movies that do at least a decent job of hopefully not telling it exactly how it is because we don't need someone to tell us exactly how it is, but to put a spin on a real thing in an entertaining. Well, way. yeah, to make it make it worth watching yeah worth watching basically oh. yeah. well then i want to pick a bad one now like this is like so the doors oh god that movie is terrible <laughs> there's a band <laughs> called the doors that's about where the that's about where it stops <laughs> but it's a great val kilmer performance oh and we haven't we haven't covered uh that guy yet no, that is true. Oh, and we yeah we, we, we could have picked wall street for the 80s but you no but w Oh my god! Oh, that is fucking hilarious too. Oh, that is true. No, no, no. All right, I'm I'm gonna hold off my pick. I've got the first pick. I've yeah. got to set the tone. I did only give you a day. I know, so. and I sh- I came in here. I'm like, I've got two great fucking movies, and then I realized that I fucking hate movies based on a true story. So I want to pick a shit one, just to show you the fucking depths of this goddamn bullshit psychological. So saving Private Ryan, it is. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Can I abstain? We almost got kicked out of a out of seeing that the first time because I, I was laughing so oh. hard. It was so bad. Yeah, I can't stand Spielberg uh, at all. Yeah, we're not you, we're not picking Saber. Don't Brian. tell me how to feel. That's I, all I, I, I will not be in this podcast if we pick that no, movie. Yeah. All right, very good. I, in order for completeness sake, I promise I won't pick that fucking movie. <laughs> all right. Is um, that a threat? Yeah, no, I want to be con- convivial or, con- you know, like I want to, I want... I like I said, the, the movie podcast is just like scheduling diplomacy. So we've yeah. all got to somewhat agree <laughs> so that we can all make it. I am a creature to compromise. So I will I will do my best to pick a terrible, watchable movie based on a true story. We admire your can. Thank you. All right. And look forward to your pick. Yeah, I hope so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I got to do this. And so. then we got to figure that out. Anyway. Well, this has been fun, and it went on longer than I expected, and longer than Ryan. Ryan, you thought you twenty-two said, minutes. How long have we you been said here? forty-three yesterday? I <laughs> and I think you said forty-two. But in any case, uh, Nicole and Ryan, David, thank you. This has been the Machination Log Movie Crew, and uh, don't go back to the eighties. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad time. Second. Good morning.